blockbuster trailers are falling from the skies. Cats and dogs living together. This is wonderful. The Rousseau brothers are dropping more Avengers 4 hints. And is new Dr. Jodie Whittaker already out from Doctor Who? All of this and so much more on the Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! Listen! Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey! Cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important! If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Let me ask a question. Do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. And welcome back to the Geek Underground episode number 24. My name is Dad Pool, just welcoming you tonight with my co-host. Trash Panda. Hello, Trash Panda. Oh, Trash Panda. There you go. When'd you become a panderer? You're not a panderer. You're a panda. Be be proud of who you are. But Christmas is now upon us. Our house is an explosion of Christmas cheer. Yes, it is. There is stuff everywhere. Now, and I want you all to know that, that now, now is the time where it is okay to play Christmas music. Not in September, not around Halloween, not before Thanksgiving, but now. It's December. It's okay. I just can't stand stores that are selling stuff in July and August for Christmas and playing Christmas music in September. I want my other holidays. What, I want my seasons. What, what other holidays are there? I want my Thanksgiving without having Christmas music. I just want to have a nice fall they slash Thanksgiving autumn time. Christmas music at Thanksgiving. I don't want Christmas music at Thanksgiving. I want Thanksgiving music at Thanksgiving. Uh, Not that there really is such a thing, I what? think, as Thanksgiving music. Oh, I'll, I'll do this for you because obviously you need to hear this song every Christmas. I have no idea what this is. At least not yet. What? Okay, yeah, turn it off now. Turn it off now. Okay, there you go. Sorry. <laughs> we might have some little flashes of Christmas music all the way through. Well, the like I said, now it's okay. It okay. is okay now to play Christmas music. We are Oh, uh, then that I won't month. do it because it won't annoy you. No, it won't annoy me. Um, but uh, for, Oh, so it will annoy you. For me this yes. month, though, in the last couple of weeks, I just finished season three of The Last Kingdom. That was great. Destiny 2 DLC just dropped, and we have trailers falling from the skies for... No, we don't. Almost dozens of of blockbuster movies. Tons Uh, of trailers are dropping. What do you mean? uh, We have a new Bumble. uh, I'll get into the trailers later, but there's so many that are dropping. We are a little frustrated because the Avengers 4 trailer was supposed to drop last night, and now it's not dropping until tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, USA time. It's just not okay. Yeah, I know. I know the President Bush was a great man. I agree with it. I get it. But you know what? More people would have watched the funeral if you'd have put the Marvel trailer in the this middle. Is tr- 
I'm not sure that's what they were going for. But it would have gotten higher viewership. <laughs> this is true. Marvel, you, you missed actually the White House Bush family. You missed your opportunity. You should have approached Marvel and said, hey, can you just put this in the middle of our funeral service? Absolutely. For our dad. Let's play a Avengers. Because I'm sure President Bush was a big fan of Marvel, right? Why wouldn't he have been? Exactly. It's Why American. would he not have been? He was a pro-American. So That's right. Obviously, he'd be pro-Marvel. That's right. Captain America, he stands for just everything that's true and right and noble about our country. And every president is, you know, about truth and right and, and good for the country. That's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Play the Avengers 4 trailer in the middle of a funeral. Uh, no, you know, no. the commercial break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still pandering in a weird way. I just, I'm not sure I would have felt right about that. I just wouldn't. It, it so wouldn't. then drop it on Tuesday. I'm sorry. Come on. Yeah, you could have dropped it early, Marvel. You could have been like, you know what? We'll just, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I finished The Last Kingdom as well. Now, I know you just started that one. What did you think of The Last Kingdom? I am halfway through season two. Okay. Um. You told me that it was cleaner than it was. It's nowhere near as bad as Game of Thrones. And, and, and that's, nowhere. That, that's why I went to it. Now, the, the whole first season, though, I, I was sick with the flu out watching it, so I didn't really catch everything, I guess. And yeah, but it was in season two as well, love. Yeah, not as much. You just you just see Uhtred, son of Uhtred's bum, don't you? Isn't that no, about it? No, there's definitely some boobage in there, oh, too. Oh, okay. Well, again, I, I just must have averted my eyes and not seen it. But that, that's, again, why I really avoided Game of Thrones. I really like that genre but I just never watched it because of the just gratuitous sexual nature of that film. Whereas yeah, but it's Game of Thrones as well. I'm sorry. I watched the whole of season one before anybody says, well, you didn't watch it. And I love fantasy stuff. I do. I absolutely adore it. I didn't like it. I, the story didn't capture me. And then you killed off Sean Bean. I mean, The Last Kingdom. You killed off Matthew McFadden in the first episode. Well, I mean, at least they kept Sean Bean until the end of the first season. And if I'm spoiling anything, then tough luck. Oh, you know of, what? That's la- season one. Yeah, Last We're on Kingdom, season seven. Last Kingdom is years ago. And so is yeah, Game of Thrones. Everybody yeah, knows Sean no, Bean sorry. died. But you uh, don't kill off Sean Bean and you don't kill off Matthew McFadden. Sorry, you just don't. Uh, yeah, no, you got to have naughty. That. Yeah, but you still enjoyed the season one, though, didn't you? You enjoyed where it went. You've kind of enjoyed the character developments. I like it. I'm not enamored with it. There's better out there. Not of that type, though. Not, yeah. Not, uh, what is better, though, than The Last Kingdom that's out there? That's that time period. That's Pillars like of the that. Earth. And I've told you to watch this several times. and You still haven't watched it. It is brilliant and matthew mcfadden doesn't die <laughs> yeah but with the breadth of what they're able to do with the, the last kingdom they're, they're dumping close to 10 million an episode into that i mean so you understand yeah, and this and the, the pillars scenes- of the earth didn't get anywhere near that kind of money and what they did with that series was insanely good in mcshane's in it playing this really really creepo like priest okay and it is just phenomenal yeah, maybe i'll give that a shot well worth it also I know this, you won't watch the Tudors. So yeah, just yeah well, no, that's them. horrible, though, from what I've heard, what you're saying. Well, the there's Tudors a lot of gr- boobs and bums in it. Tudorously. Lots of boobs yeah. and bums. But the sex scenes are, I wouldn't advise this for any male by any long but shot. But just historical accuracy, is Historically it? accurate. Okay. To a degree. Yeah. But the story's really good. And the story is pretty much historically accurate, unfortunately. So unfortunately. I actually really enjoyed it from that point <laughs> yeah, of view. The Tudors weren't really the highest moral value family. Were no, yeah. but if it wasn't for Henry VIII wanting to divorce his wife 
and go and marry Anne Boleyn, we'd still all be Catholics. Well, I wouldn't be. Yeah, you would. Nope. We had the whole... Martin Luther still came and did his whole thing, and we had different evangelists and different revivals and things away no, from you guys. No, because it wasn't until Anne Boleyn actually okayed Lutherism that actually King Henry VIII allowed it in the country. Okay, well, I don't want to talk about history. I want to talk about current pop culture no, and geeky I'm wonderfulness. I'm just saying, though. Geeky wonderfulness of now, not of nine... Well, though, again, Last Kingdom, 900 <laughs> years ago, 1,000 years ago. Um... Yeah. Also been playing Destiny 2 DLC, which I, I, I'm a little underwhelmed so far. Now, mm. I, I know I know their whole roadmap. Uh, for, for those that jumped on Destiny 2 with Forsaken, it's been fantastic. I mean, really, year two has been, has been way just head and shoulders above season one. It's hard to go below what season one was, but they've really turned things around. They've really got it back to where the end of Destiny 1 was. And their model for releasing the content is changing. Instead of dumping all the content all at once, which is what they've been doing, they just mm. dump all this content on people. They want they want to go for an approach where they're just weekly releasing new things. Just in the same way that we saw the Whisper of the Worm quest just appear out of nowhere, which was a lot of fun. I think they're trying to capture some of that by dropping this content weekly. Now, I know it has to do, there's a forge now that we have to forge weapons. And that's what the Black Armory is all about. But the, the initial quest is hardly a quest and it really leaves you wanting more and really i expect even though i knew it was happening this way i still expected more out of the content and uh, i don't like the new android character she's a bit snotty as well yeah i kind of wanted like maybe we can reforge cade <laughs> okay nathan fillion come back please yeah i really Destiny wanted nathan needs fillion you. back at that let's do cade 7 was... let's do cade 7 cuz then nathan you can come back cuz we absolutely adore you and it's like I go back and play the heroic quests where you're stuck in the loop just to hear your voice now because I'm like, I miss Nathan. Nathan Fillion's fantastic. And his cameos when he was in Community were wonderful. And even in Big Bang Theory, that wonderful cameo. Oh, he's just amazing anyway. But just all in all. I I still haven't seen Castle and I've been told to watch that that series. I watched uh, a couple of episodes. I, I like him. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, love this show. No. Unfortunately. It's like sometimes you just have an actor that you really love and you're just like, I can't watch that. I'm sorry. Just the story's not right. No. Okay. Well, I want to do our twigs right now, our This Week in Geek top five. Mm. And so I, I think I just want to jump right into this. Is that okay? Go Can fine. I jump right into it? Okay. Let's jump right into This Week in Geek top five. This Week in Geek top five. Number five. Whoever said that crime didn't pay obviously wasn't a criminal. Storage Wars auctioneers Dan and Laura Dodson revealed on the show they had sold a storage locker which contained contained a small safe inside. Now, more often than not, these safes are empty, but they always entice the buyers because there's the chance that something is inside. Now, after one locksmith failed to open the safe, a second locksmith came and was able to open the safe, revealing, do you know, do you know? Do you know? I do. 7.5 million in cash. You having a laugh? Is he having a laugh? In cash. Now, immediately after the safe was opened, apparently a lawyer representing the former owner contacted the new owners and offered them a $600,000 finder's fee, which for some reason they turned down, and eventually it was doubled to $1.2 million to secure the deal. The trade was made. Now, now this deal I would have made post-haste. 
Winning. Yes, winning. But still, it's not your average law-abiding citizen that has $7.5 million in cash hiding in a storage locker. I would not have negotiated the 600000 I would have just taken my money and ran because this person will come looking for their seven point five mil. There's something not okay there. Not okay at all. No. Nope. Four. Jake Gyllenhaal. As... Ray Mysterio. Oh, I think he's going to be fantastic as this. Yes. Spider-Man Far From Home, he is actually now confirmed 100%. I know this has been a rumor for a while now that he's playing. Do you know how he confirmed, though? Nope. He put a picture of himself online reading Amazing Spider-Man number 311, just a very heavy Mysterio-laden comic. So we have got a confirmation that it is going to be Jake Gyllenhaal playing Mysterio. Nice. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. He is a really great actor. I didn't like him in Jarhead. No, but I liked him in Donnie Darko. (laughs) He was a bit odd in that. No. (laughs) And that's number four. Yes. Three. And Fallout 76 suffers with, well, continued Fallout. Not only is the game getting reviewed as one of the most disappointing of the year, things have gotten worse for games maker Bethesda. As part of a $200, about 175 pounds special edition version of the game, players were promised a military grade West Tech canvas bag. Well, sounds fair when you're spending that kind of coin on a game, but in its place, however, players were sent a cheap nylon plastic bag replacement. Now, Bethesda claims there were manufacturing problems with the canvas bag and in a bid to satisfy the angry customers, all those who bought this edition were giving a whopping $5 of in-game currency. Wow. Take your $5 and shut up. Right, yeah, right? Well, surprisingly, this didn't satisfy angry gamers, and Bethesda is now finally promising to send out the canvas bag that was originally promised. However, with the poor game reviews and now this, they've got a pretty big PR hit and will struggle to regain trust in the gaming community. Epic fail. Epic fail. Hopefully this spells an end to Baggate. I apologize for nothing. Disney... What are you playing at? I don't know. It wasn't me. Okay. So, Marvel Avengers 4 trailer supposed to drop on Wednesday. And now it's been pushed back again. I literally sat on the sofa when I got home from work, gathered the children around me, went to IMDb and was like, where's the trailer? I thought maybe it isn't on there yet. So I go straight onto the web, go and look on YouTube. What do I find? Fan made trailers. Not happy. Disney, not happy. You lose. Good day, sir. However, Charlie and chocolate factory. Mm -hmm. Okay. One. The original Avenger, not dead just yet. After Evan's bittersweet Bon Voyage on Twitter had us all pre-crying over Cap's death, Joe Russo added recently in an interview that this was, well, more emotional for him than it was because he's not done yet. And then adding, I won't explain what that means, but fans will soon understand what I'm talking about. Now, while I'm not buying it entirely as the Rousseau, as the Rousseau brothers are known for their misdirection, I am interested to see exactly what he means. I still fully expect Cap to die in this next installment, but with the Infinity Stones and the door being thrown open for a multiverse through the quantum realm, Chris Evans could be right back where he's supposed to be in the red, white, and blue before the end credits finish oh, rolling. Come on! And that is your Twig's top five 
uh, just kind of catching up on what's going on in the geek verse out there, just in case you missed a few things from this last week. But we need to get rolling. So Trash Panda, I'd love to know what you're geeking out about this last week. And I think you've got some movie news to Ooh, kick I us off. Do I do I do. So uh, Kingsman 3 was always going to be a certainty after the Golden Circle. Why was it always going to be a certainty? Because everybody loved that movie. It's so ridiculous, but it's it's Colin Firth playing a superhero. It just works yeah, Col- i don't Colin know Firth, though t- to me he's always a period actor I-, I i picture him in the pride and prejudices and the yeah. sense and sensibilities and isn't that what he's pretty much always done though those type of movies oh yeah but it just works and then adding channing tatum into the mix i mean you've got the guys with the action you've got the girls with the pretties you you're happy i mean people like these movies <laughs> just the way it is sorry it's just it just kind of goofy off the wall comedies yeah. yeah so we were expecting you know taron egerton to carry on with colin firth and you know with channing tatum and all the rest of it but they've done something a bit different Kingsman 3 is going to be a prequel. It's going to be Kingsman the Great Game. It's going to be set early in the 20th century. So this is when the Kingsman starts. Is so this what is I'm not Terran then. We're not getting... No. Okay, so Colin Firth though will still... No. no. So this is all new cast. All new cast. We've got Ralph Fiennes coming in. We've got Harris Dickinson and Daniel Brühl, who um, he was in The Alienist, and Charles Dance, which is... Really cool. I like Charles Dance. He's in Game of Thrones. Most people know from that. But um, uh, Lavender, uh, Ladies in Lavender, I think he was in that as well. Anyway, but he's... And you would expect me to have seen that. No, but I will have expected you to have seen uh, The Last Action Hero. And he was the bad guy with the... With the weird eye, the wonky eye. Well, see, I just say that. But you just say, The Ladies in Lavender. Like, I would have seen The Ladies in Lavender. No, why would I have seen that? The only reason that I haven't actually seen that movie myself, (laughs) it's only because I watch (laughs) Clatterford. And they keep going on about Charles Dance, Charles Dance, Ladies in Lavender, Charles Dance. It's really funny. So there we go. But it looks like it's going to be quite fun. Um, it's going to be about uh, a young bloke who wants to work, fight in World War One and finds a melter in Ralph Fiennes, um, who's obviously in Kingsman. So yeah. it's going to be a prequel. It's going to be set in London about the 1920s, I'm guessing, because that's around World War One, just earlier than that. So really cool. Okay. Isn't The Men in Black supposed to be a prequel as well? Uh, no. So the Men in Black one is actually after all the events of the first three. I'm guessing so, because Agent O is in charge and she doesn't come into charge until Zed dies. Okay. All right. Well, I, I know they just released the name of that, didn't they? So Men in Black th- uh, 4, it's international, it's, it's title. Okay. I didn't know that. Well, just letting you letting oh, wow. everybody know. So okay. Men in Black has an official title. It is international. I just know it's Chris Hemsworth. It is Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. You have the same <sighs> leading duo. Yes, we know you, you think he's a handsome bloke, don't you? Yes, we will carry on talking about that later. Are we going to talk about Captain Marvel, though? We are going to talk about Captain Marvel. Can I talk about it now, or do you have more you're going to no, talk about first? No, you talk about Captain Marvel. That's fine. Uh, well, I, I think we should talk about it, because the trailer just dropped yesterday, and I, I just wondered from you, what is your favorite part of that trailer? My favorite part of that trailer? Um, I'm loving the mohawk. 
<laughs> when she has her uh, helmet on and yep. the hair is kind of right at the top. That was a bit strange, but I'm kind of digging that. I think that's kind of cool. I think you really see that the scope of some of her power in this, uh, but we really see the amazing, just the cocky arrogance that is Carol Danvers. Uh, I mean, she plays this role perfectly. It's like the girl who who knows she's hot or thinks she's hot and acts like she's hot and 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 maybe, maybe she is, who knows, but that always annoys you. But when a superhero does it, when it's Captain Marvel doing it, it just fits and it's wonderful. You know, I love, I love the it. fact that um, I was reading an article about her and they'd considered a lot of other people, including Katie Sackhoff, who would have played an amazing Captain Marvel. Let me just point that out. Yeah, she because Katie have. could not do anything wrong. Well. Katie can't. Okay. Katie is Katie okay. and Katie doesn't do anything wrong. <laughs> so anyway, um, she actually was considering turning it down because she did not want that level of like um she knew that she would become like super famous because she's in a marvel movie which happens and i think that's one of the things even when i saw jeremy renner interviewed at a comic-con once uh somebody stood up and said so so are you just gonna do hawkeye until you die for the rest of your life and was really serious in the question and and jeremy just kind of looked at him and said you know i've done other movies right and so i I think you're right in the fact that some of these actors they don't want to get kind of Pigeon-tailed into being you a certain... pigeon-holed? Pigeon-holed, sorry. Um, pigeon-tailed? I was, I was thinking dovetailed at the same time in my head, and it didn't come <laughs> out quite right. Uh, pigeon-holed into a certain character. And and so, she, I mean, it's, it's really good thinking, because as soon as you're a part of one of these, that's who you are to the but world. But she's always, to me, been Envy Adams and Rachel. Oh, from Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Wait, what was she Rachel in? Community. It's Abed's girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The F was it the FBI? No, or was she the librarian? No, she no, she's not the librarian. She's in the one with the bullets and the guns. She's the one who's the coat check girl. Oh yeah, yeah. She's just sitting in there by herself and they yeah. have a, a meeting later. Okay. That's right. She loves Abed. She does love Abed. And if yeah. you still haven't seen Community, shame on you. Yes, I'm, I'm still absolutely. gonna shame on you for now. Although I, again, not the best morals overall, but they don't don't show anything. It's just it, it's again typical life i guess today the hookup culture but it, it's just yeah. not not the best overall but still if you haven't seen community go watch it because it is fantastic mm-hmm. and yes and so where does captain marvel then sit for you on movies that you have to see in the next six months it, um it- so i think it's pretty high up there because i've actually been looking forward to this one um is, is it more I'm, for I the tie admit- into avengers 4 is that what you're looking uh, forward to I or? Kind of, do you know what i've kind of gotten over my superhero like uh fatigue, fatigue. i do fatigue. i i sat back and watched avengers the first one the other night again and um i was like i can enjoy this again now whereas i haven't been able to enjoy it for a while and i even considered sitting and actually watching black panther again even though i've only seen it once because i just didn't like it the first time just to see if there um, was something there's some mindset yeah. you're in at the time where yeah. you just and keeping you from that's really the problem fully is that a lot of people as soon as you say you didn't like black panther i hate the fact that people say oh well it's because it's a black i'm like no, it's nothing to do with that i just didn't like the movie racist yeah apparently that's all i am yes absolutely no it was actually because uh graham norton had michael b jordan on there and just some of the chat, we had a really good chat with him and it was just like, oh yeah, maybe I'll give that one a watch again. Yeah. So, um, yes, I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I am. March is going to be a fun month. Is it March 9th? Is that yeah. the, the date there? 
Now, one of the things that, that I think a lot of people have been asking me is, is who is she actually fighting in this? And, and you know, what are the battles? And, and really looking at the, the, the Krees we've seen before, because the Krees are what actually invaded New York the first time in the Avengers. Yeah. And it's the Skrulls that really haven't been seen, I think, at all in the movies. Have they been alluded to, mm. the Skrulls? Um, but really think of them as the Marvel equivalent to the Daleks for the, and this might be then I needed to make another one because this is just Dr. Who fans where the Daleks are focused solely on militaristic pursuits, keeping their race pure and they simply just spread and conquer. That's the Daleks. And that, that's, that's what the, the, the scrolls do as well. Um, and they're actually one of the most dominant empires in all of the MCU. They have the ability to shape shift, uh, and then their war scrolls have the ability to also mimic all of earth's superheroes powers. There was one scroll war scroll super guy that had all of the abilities of the Fantastic Four contained within him. So so they're a very powerful race. Um, I mean, really a bunch of pushovers, right? These guys, we're just going to roll over them. Uh, They're coming to take planet Earth. Why does everybody want to come and take planet Earth? Because we're awesome. We're awesome. Uh, At least they have a reason. Apparently, Galactus ate their planet, which apparently is problematic um, when a big Earth-eating entity yeah. eats your planets. Um, but now they need a new home planet to be the center of their galactic empire. And we are special because everybody wants us. Maybe we're like the center of the universe. Maybe. I mean, I guess we are a pretty cool planet, cool blue waters and trees and ice, yeah, I guess. And we're just awesome. Yeah. Guys, earth is awesome. Take care of it. Yep. And, and, and don't, don't litter. Yeah. Be kind. Absolutely. Rewind as well. <laughs> and only you can prevent forest fires. Okay. Shush. And if you get a bloody nose, that's the wrong call. Uh, Sorry. Okay. <laughs> All um, my G.I. Joe PSAs. So um, talking, we've talked to Captain Marvel. There's actually a couple of new characters that have been confirmed now. Yeah, Marvel. No, I wasn't going with Marvel. But he's in, well, I guess he's well, not I new. know he's in there and I know it's uh, Jude Law playing Marvel. So, so new characters that are going to be in not Captain Marvel? Not in Captain Marvel, in new movies coming out oh. and they're including in phase four. Nice. Okay. So we've got Shang-Chi, who was the master of Kung Fu. He's going to get his own movie. Um, but a standalone movie? Yep. He is in, a Bronze it, Age martial arts comic sensation. Bronze Age. Who, that, um, he was yeah. known as the master of Kung Fu, um, and he was the son of Fu Manchu. <laughs> and this is going to be MCU, can it? Yep, absolutely. All right. Okay. Uh, when the young son learns of his father's true nature, he sets out into the world to right wrongs. This is, this is being made. His name is Shang-Chi. I've never even heard of this dude. You know, I've, I've never heard of him, but apparently he's going to be one of the new movies and standalone. Okay. The other movie, which I'm actually really interested in, and I'm really excited that they're going to be doing, they are making an Eternals movie. Yeah, I heard about this. And actually, there, there yeah. are two Eternals that could potentially show up in end credit scenes of uh, Avengers 4. The At the moment, they're saying that the movie is going to um, involve the love story between Icarus, a man fueled by cosmic energy, and Cersei, who relishes moving amongst the humans. Okay. So we should be seeing those guys. It's going to be directed by um, Chloe Zhao. She did Songs My Brother Taught Me. Um, She was originally going to be doing Marvel's Black Widow movie, 
but that's been given to Kate Shorthand, uh, Shortland. Sorry. Okay, so it's still um, happening though. The yes, Black the Black Widow, Widow oh, okay. movie is happening. You're going to say it's been cancelled? No, no, it's okay. just moved over. Zhao's now chosen. Uh, Chloe Zhao's now chosen to do the Eternals movie, and that is going to be part of Phase Four. Okay. Yeah, because I think Phase 3 wraps up with Avengers 4. So we have Captain Marvel, Avengers 4, and that's the end of Phase 3. It does. Um, now, now, I heard Joe Rousseau and the, uh, his brother... What's his brother's name? Can't think of the Rousseau. No, it doesn't Anyways. matter. Rousseau brothers. Okay, the Rousseau brothers. They were talking about the integration of the Fox characters into the MCU, and they mm-hmm. said that there, there's possibly things that can happen in Avengers 4 that will allow that to happen going forward in the future, but that we still might not see them until uh, until Phase 5. Which could be, I think that's 2022 or so is when phase four is, I mean, it says, so it's still a good ways out uh, for, for those like me that were really hoping and expecting they could really start bringing some of these characters in. Well, the, the deals aren't even done between Fox and Disney yet. That, that's still, that even though it's been voted on, it's been approved, the deal is still not done. Stuff is still getting worked out. So let's go back to the original Fantastic Four, because let's face it, they were a lot better than the new ones. The new Fantastic... Oh, yeah, yeah, But you can't have Chris Evans as both the human... Well, that'd be kind of fun to try, though. It would be hilarious. <laughs> It'd be like one of, an Eddie Murphy movie. Is What you'd have is an Eddie Murphy movie uh, where he's just jumping around playing every character. Let's bring in Snowpiercer. What else has Chris Evans done? He played another superhero somewhere, didn't he? Probably. I can't remember. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that... Uh, I don't like Disney absolutely, like eating everything because disney is now galactus let's face it disney is now galactus yeah but i'm really happy that the x-men are going to finally be able to go and kick some uh, avengers but i'm sorry <laughs> i am so happy about that okay and i'm happy that we're getting rid of that stupid quicksilver i'm sorry no the quicksilver in the in 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 the x-men age of ultron i know and it, well no, but you're right the age of ultron is so much better but i think we talk about this just how weak he went out yeah as a speedster like we, we see what quicksilver did in the the x-men apocalypse yeah where he's running around the manor and saving x-men days people. of future exactly. past he's, he's pushing bullets left and right there is no way a speedster gets shot i'm sorry they're too fast for that he would he doesn't go out that way no and, and so, yeah, maybe they can rectify that line somehow and so bring Scarlet's the proper... So Scarlet's going to be like, oh, you're not my brother. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, you are. And that's my dad. Wait a minute. What's this all about? It's going to be awesome. I don't, so I, I, good. I don't know how they would really... They, they might just have to keep them as the experiments they were and not make them Magneto's no. children. You, you really, there's no other way. You can't, you can't do we're that. We're just going to go into the quantum realm and reflush everything and just make it all fun. That's it's true. I mean, great. we have Infinity yeah. Stones. Anything's possible. Yeah, exactly. Anything is possible with infinity stones and the quantum realm and the multiverse absolutely uh, yeah yes 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 uh, so that's avengers 4 captain marvel um i, I don't know but then there's so many other trailers that are, that are dropping did you know that uh spider-man is dropping on saturday what spider-man far Ho- from home far from home is dropping on saturday we have avengers 4 tomorrow uh star wars episode 9 just said they're gonna have a, their trailer out in the next couple weeks so we're getting all of these amazing awesome, like what to expect when you're expecting these trailers. I mean, it's, it's amazing right now that we're seeing all of these blockbuster trailers dropping. That's really early for Star Wars because that's a year ahead of time. That's what we've heard. And it could just be a very early teaser trailer where they just flash a logo and have some voices in the background. We've seen ones like yeah. that before where they really don't show anything. But it could be a little cutscene of something as well. And uh, but, but apparently there will be something coming before 2018 nice. is out, which is just three weeks. They have Happy three about weeks. That. 
Happy about that. Very happy about that. Um, Something we saw a couple of weeks ago. This is a bit older now as well, but just some more movie news. Uh, We went and saw The Crimes of Grindelwald, the new Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. I've got to say. We haven't talked about that much. No, we haven't. I was really disappointed. I, we took our kids, um, our son is eight and our daughter is 10. They're both massive Harry Potter fans. My son was in tears halfway through the movie because he was completely freaked out. There were literally next to no beasts in it. And what beasts there were, were really underutilized. And it just became this very dark and kind of, I understand what they're doing, but the point was in the first movie, it was it was kind of fun because it was he's, fun and light. It was yeah. really a I mean, yeah, the Grindelwald thing was there. And I understand that they're trying to tell the story of, you know, how Dumbledore gets the Elder Wand in the end and, you know, the whole Grindelwald thing goes down. So then finally Voldemort comes in. I get it. I understand. You're trying to tell us some history here. But at the end of the day, Newt Scamander, he is he, he says even in the movie, I don't want to be an aura. I do not want to join the auras. I do not want to be an aura. And the entire time in the last movie, he didn't solve the problems with his wand. He solved problems with the beast. In the first one, yeah, absolutely. And he just didn't do it. There was two occasions, one with his niffler, one with that that cat weird tailed thing. Dragon thing. Yeah. That thing. He used those, but that was it. And we got this lovely little scene at the beginning with the baby nifflers like attempting to kind of like destroy his house and steal everything, which was brilliant. And then they go down into his workshop and there's all these creatures everywhere. Wonderful. And then we get this really strangeness where Queenie has given Jacob a love potion and is trying to get him to marry her because let's not yeah let's not give too much that's right the very oh, beginning it but, was just I mean Queenie's it, not like that it, it was it, like what they set up for her in the first one and Jacob I mean obviously Jacob's got his mind back and he actually knows everything that's going on but it's just this whole thing of it was just depressing and dark yeah I'd be wary of taking younger kids yeah. to it uh, and maybe maybe my my uh, just the way I'm, I'm viewing it now is skewed because I was worried about my kids in there with my son was just like snuggled into my um, my side for part of it because he just couldn't watch it. And, and, and that that might be just slanting the way I'm seeing but it now. Even, but, but it is one of the, the worst reviewed of all the Harry Potter. Films yeah, I mean, there. I took we took my mum to see it as well. And she's she's not a huge fan fantasy fan and everything else but she has enjoyed watching the harry potter movies she didn't see the first one yet um i've been telling her she's got to watch the first one i think she'd really enjoy it but she walked out and she said i really didn't like that she didn't like it as a movie she didn't like anything she just said she did not like it just wasn't as fun i know i know you're setting the table for future movies they're supposed to get five of these movies out there but they could have done it better but i'm at this point i'm like you know, that my daughter even walked out the cinema and she said, we're not going to be allowed to go to see the next one without you seeing it first. And I said, no, nope. you're not. Yeah. There's absolutely no way that's going to happen because it just wasn't okay what they did. I mean, there were a few little like, oh, it was cool seeing Nicholas Vermeil. That was awesome. You know, the... Who really didn't play any role in it though. There was no, really no point There was to like, there. everybody was going on about, oh, Nicholas Vermeil's going to have this massive role and he really didn't do anything. Nagini's and role was, was pretty Nagini phenomenal. Was interesting, but it wasn't really, you know, explained very well. And I mean, they, when they finally find out who Credence is, it was like, oh, come on. 
Really? Because that has no... There's no way. Because all the canon that we already have about certain aspects, and I'm not going to spoil that for you, there is no way that Credence is who they are telling him he is. Well, even the cameo of Professor McGonagall at Hogwarts, she wasn't even born yet according to the the canon of of Harry Potter lore and and how old she was when she was born, kind of going back from the dates that, um, you know, she is, where you find out how old she is in the future ones. I'm not sure about that, but yeah. Um, I was Um, was reading up more and more on that one, and she would be uh, eight years before her birth is essentially when this is taking place. Yeah, I I just, i be honest, I was sorely disappointed i walked out and i felt i'd been cheated by it was worse than uh goblet of fire well no hold on though i still think eddie redmayne did a fantastic job with what he was given i mean no 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 no, 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 no. we're not knocking the actors we're not knocking absolutely not because they were still brilliant in the movie that they and i did love jude law as young dumbledore i think he did a brilliant job i think he was really great um his you know, his whole thing was absolutely fantastic. There's no, I've got no complaints there, but they underutilized Jacob again. And you can't underutilize a comedic actor like that, that he made the first movie. He made it, he made it light and they just kind of shoved him into this box of, well, you can't do anything anyway. And you're just going to have to basically be dragged along through the movie and not have any kind of part at all. And it just, it wasn't okay. I just didn't like it. Yeah. Sorry. His character didn't felt like, like he was there just for the sake of having his character there as yeah. opposed to him really Absolutely. bringing much to the storyline. So, yeah, a little disappointed in that, but it, it is what it is. And, and we'll yeah. have three more to hopefully get ourselves straight. And they, they've, the studios have three more. They'll, they'll listen to what people have said about it. Better do. And, and they will hopefully make a, a few little tweaks and changes in how it's presented next time. Yeah, they better had. Do you have any more in movie news here? Or are we going to jump on to um, some TV? Movie news I'm good with. Okay. I've just got like three quick hits. There is a Snake Eyes standalone movie coming. And for those that just love the masked silent man of the of the G.I. Joe world, uh, have his own movie. Hopefully Ray Parks will be playing that because he's done great with the, oh, with the role. Oh, I love even Ray though, Parks. But more just, I mean, he's a fantastic physical actor. I mean, he just brings yep. a lot uh, physically to the screen. Um, Mowgli's gotten great reviews so far. I'm, I'm still a little up in the air on that one, but it's being reviewed well. And then the Lion King trailer breaks all kinds of records with 220 million views in the first 24 hours. 220 million. Do you know, I... <laughs> Again, one, um, I'm not super excited about it. No, it's, do you know what? I want to be excited about it because because I love Troy. I love Troy. From Community, Donald yeah, Glover. Donald Glover. There you go, Donald Glover. <laughs> Donald Glover is fantastic. Um, and, you know, James L. Jones is coming back to do voiceovers. You know, they've got a lot of the same cast coming in to do some of those voiceovers. And that's brilliant. Love it. Brilliant. Awesome. But I'm just... Disney, you know what? I know you're kind of like gathering all these things under your belt and you're putting all of your mind into Star Wars and into Marvel and all of these things. And into Mary Poppins. Don't forget about yeah, Mary Poppins. Yeah, but they're just remaking all of I, their I know. cartoons and remaking them hey, into w- live action. And you know what? The Jungle King sucked. I, I, the Jungle Book sucked. Sorry. It sucked. It wasn't good. It wasn't any better than the, the cartoon was better. So much better. I actually didn't see the movie. Was it a straight across remake? No. Or it was actually, it was a different story? It, no, it was, it was the same story, but they added different things and changed it up a little bit. And it just wasn't good. I was sitting there going, really? I wouldn't mind a Lilo and Stitch live action. I'd, They're I'd, making one. I know. I, I want to see how they, they make Stitch look because that sounds cool. 
No, I, I like Lilo and Stitch. Oh, I know. But it's I one just, of my favorites. You know what? And some of them have been all right. You know what? Beauty and the Beast, all right. Okay, Cinderella. Yeah, Maleficent. All right. I thought Maleficent you really enjoyed. was amazing, yeah, but that wasn't it. Sleeping Beauty. They did it from a different angle. They didn't just make Sleeping Beauty. Well, that's what I'm hoping they do with some of these, but it seems like they're not necessarily the Lion going King, in that they're direction. They're not. They're just remaking it live action. Why can't we do a Ducktales live action? Oh, like, how, which how are the ducks running around? <laughs> Come on. No. Come on, Ducktales were my favorite cartoon as a kid. I know you like and Duck Darkwing Tales. Duck. I know. Chippendales Rescue Rangers. Oh, it was all about Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse all the way. See, I had Not never that new nonsense Mouse. crap. The original one with David Jason doing the voices. All right. Now, I did have one more thing on uh, just Spider-Man news. We kind of hit that and went back. Um, just that there's there's some uh, set photos released that have Nick Fury in a speedboat with with Spider-Man. That's so nice. I, well, I didn't realize he was going to be showing up in the, in the show. And, and we don't know a whole lot about the story other than uh, Peter Parker will be on a summer vacation in Europe with his friends. And then at some point he fights Mysterio. That's really all the plot and synopsis that's out there so far. But now apparently Nick Fury is showing up for some reason. And Spider-Man has a fully black suit. Now, it, it looks more like a mercenary style suit where you'd see a, a special forces kind of wearing with black hood and glasses, but um, just kind of a couple new things. We'll have some links to those set photos, but they just look really neat. Okay. And uh, I think that's all for movie news. Mm. So what do you have in the... We've talked a little bit about TV. We've talked about Last Kingdom, Game of Thrones, and... Oh, actually... Yeah, Game of Thrones, the sequel, will take place 5,000 years before our current story. The sequel takes place before. The prequel. You said sequel. Well, you should understand what I'm thinking. And what oh I was thinking gosh. was prequel. And the prequel takes place 5,000 years before our current story uh, in Game of Thrones right That's now. That's nice. That's less nice. That's less nice. Uh, watch Community. I don't know why we're like coding Community tonight. <laughs> because it's awesome. Yeah, it is. Watch it. It's easy to watch. It's like Strong Bad. Yeah. Oh, yes, I'm awesome. <laughs> what? Strong Bad. Oh, Strong Bad. I didn't yeah. hear where you started with that. So yeah, so it's 5,000 years. Come on, uh, happening fish. Really? <laughs> you just like to keep interrupting me. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. Okay. So come on, tell me about Game of Thrones, because I know people are interested, but I'm not. <laughs> so rumors were out there that it would be 10,000 years prior, but George R.R. R. Martin has come forward and said, no, it will just be 5,000 years prior. Oh, um, because it makes a difference. It, apparently that 5,000 years makes a massive difference. Oh, okay. Now, there's not much that he's really given away, but it's being developed by Martin and Jane Goldman at this point. Uh, we do know that it will star Naomi Watts. Uh, and Josh Whitehouse and be in a very different world than what fans have come to know. Uh, and so it's something where I think, though, if you like Game of Thrones and you like that kind of lore, which, again, if they make this one less sexual, I will definitely be all over this because that Do would... you know what? I can, I can understand some sex, but can we keep out the brothers and sisters going at it and the violent rape and, you know, people cutting... And having to show cutting, it, just, like, allude to it. Cutting like, faces off and wearing oh, them really and weird. stuff like that and, you know, cutting pregnant women's bellies open. Can we just stop with that? Was that in that blood wedding one? Yeah, I, I that's heard the a, red wedding. Oh, okay, red, red wedding. Sorry, I, haven't, I just heard about these through other people. Uh, yeah, and again, I don't... We like the, the dragons. Yeah, I love dragons. Now, I don't mind the violence, though, either. Um, at least me. Well, now, now, kids I, again. I don't mind, you know, I don't mind if it's if it's done in the right way. You know what? 
Ridley Scott. If it's done in the right way. Gladiator. We're going to kill you. We're going to kill you properly. No, because in Gladiator, <laughs> if you watch Gladiator, right, you can see that it is a very violent movie. But like when they show that his wife and child have been crucified, you see their feet. You know they've been crucified. We don't have to see they've been crucified. It's a powerful moment. But I didn't need to actually see them on a cross hung, you know, with nails through their hands or anything else. What do you think of the amount of violence that was shown in The Last Kingdom? In some places. Do you think it was too much or was, is that? Is no, it- because I think they cut away enough to not make it. I mean, yeah, you see somebody like stabbing but somebody ridiculously in blood. But you don't see like entrails falling out. And, and- no, not like that other one I was watching. What was that? Um, Jack Ryan. Oh, did, that oh, was gross. <laughs> that was sick. Yeah, absolutely sick. Well, there's a there's a scene where a guy's wearing the face of somebody else and to get in, uh, pretending to be a dead body, and peels that off, and then digs into another dead body to pull out like a gun that he'd stashed in there. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just pretty, horrible. It's pretty gross. Um, so yes, did we finish with our Game of Thrones? Did we move on? Yes, um, we're moving. Okay, on. Okay, we moved on from that. Uh, Still counting on the days to Star Trek Discovery. There's nothing new on that yet, but still January 17th, it's coming. Yeah. And then another one bites the dust. What? Another Marvel Netflix show has been canceled. And to me, the, 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 the best one, though, <laughs> it's the best one. Now, the, the, there are there are some reasons for this. And we still have Jessica Jones and the Punisher, which, uh, according to rumors, will be axed as well. They have their, their series that have been filmed that have not yet shown. And once they show, allegedly, those are going to be getting axed as well now this issue though is less to do with the ratings and more to do with the possibly impending disney plus streaming service and while it's unsure if these shows are going to find a a, really a a place there because the the disney streaming service is trying to be more family friendly they've even said that we want to be like a family friendly place kids can come and watch and shows like daredevil and the punisher are very violent shows and jessica jones well all of them all of them are jumping on everybody possible yeah, but but really, I mean, Daredevil was the best one of all of them, and it's really surprising to see that one canceled. It was, it, I liked I liked Iron Fist. I thought it was a lot more lighthearded. And I actually, I didn't finish better. season. Two. I started season two. I didn't finish it. It just I didn't didn't start season two. Season two I was got, better. I kind of got <laughs> by all of them. Yeah, people were saying that they really enjoyed season two and were surprised it got canceled. But again, it probably has more to do with with this move and Disney's trying to get all of the distribution under them because right now they're having to pay Netflix and Netflix probably has the rights to all of these shows. And so even though they've canceled them, putting them on their service wouldn't really be viable either because then if you're starting the series again there, you've got, well, seasons one through three of Daredevil are on Netflix. Oh, and we've got seasons four, five and, yeah. and so on. So that really doesn't work either. However, it's just kind of disappointing to see it Netflix this way. have renewed The Good Place for another season. That so happy exciting. about oh, that. The Good Place is so fun. So good. I, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I loved Ted Danson back when I was growing up. I, I watched him in Cheers. I didn't understand really how much of a womanizer he was as a child. You don't know what's happening. No, but he still. And he was a good character. Played it well. But just he's doing. He's really blowing me away with his acting. In I this. love this, and I he's love so Kristen Bell. I love her. And then the support. I don't know the others' names. Bortles. Yeah, Bortles. Blake Bortles. Yeah, he keeps getting upset with me because every time he's watching the football, I keep asking him how Blake Bortles is doing because I never know any of their names. Blake but Bortles has now Bortles! been benched. I know he's been benched. He's been sad. benched. He's probably going to get canned from the Jaguars. So now... And not be a Jaguar uh, anymore. What's his name's going to think he's in the bad place because Bortles has been benched? <laughs> it's like, are we in the bad place? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
I've got some exciting news, though. Exciting? Yeah, it's off TV. We finished with TV. No, we're still on TV. Okay, you go with TV because wait, is, is yours not TV news? Mine's is... not TV news. It's okay. exciting. Well, let me ask you: What do you think of the new Doctor? Oh yeah. No, I'm um, just asking. What do you, what do you okay. think of her first? I actually really love her. Yeah. And, and for me, who was a, a skeptic, a large skeptic, looking at the, the the titans that are Tennant and Smith and going, how is she ever going to live up to that? Because Tennant is my all-time favorite. And Smith, yeah. I, I felt really, really followed well. And she pulled me right in. Her acting, the way she, she carried that role. Jodie Whittaker. Amazing. Is now the doctor. We're just going to skim over the fact that um, what's his name never existed. And I don't even want you to say his name okay. because he doesn't exist. The old Scottish man. The old Scottish man who should never have actually been the doctor. That had sonic sunglasses. <laughs> I know you I'm going to throw something at you I in a minute. I know you hate I didn't say his skim name. Skim over him completely. Jody is amazing. I do not like how Chris Chibnall is handling her, though. Yes. I don't. Do you know what? Somebody pointed this out to me the day, and I was like, oh, yeah. We haven't seen the Daleks. We haven't seen the Cybermen. We've seen no actual aliens. All he's been focusing on is humans and the bad humans. Do you know what? No, this is Doctor Who. I didn't watch Doctor Who because I want a lesson in racism or in minorities or in anything else. No, no, thank you, but sir. But they are good filler. It was a great episode, though. It, it, but, but you're right. We are lacking that, that world domination present. I know, and that's what I'm saying. It is good to have Apart those filler episodes. Apart from the little episodes. stitch episode where you got that thing going. <laughs> and that was kind of fun. You know, even that. It wasn't the best episode, but he's just not handling her right because she could be amazing. Come on, uh, Russell T. Davies, please come back. Please come back, handle Jodie because you could handle Jodie and you could make it amazing again. Because what's going to happen now is that I I know she's uh, it's talking that she's on her way out after one season. Well, there's rumors and so is and Chris Chibnall's going out. But the thing is, is what I think is going to happen now is because of this. It's going to be gone. They're not going to carry it on. They're well, going to stop thing. it for a while and it's going to be a long while again. And then we're going to get a crappy doctor before we get a decent doctor again. Yeah. And, and it's tough. Now, it's, it's not necessarily Jody that wants to, to leave per se because she's having a bad time. Uh, there's rumors from a, a sci-fi magazine, Starburst, that was then picked up by a pop culture website, NME, uh, that, that, sh- that showrunner Chris Chibnall is just highly dissatisfied with how they are handling the show. So we, we don't know if he is writing scripts and doing things, and then the BBC brass are coming and saying, well, no, we're not going to do it that way. We don't have budget for that. This is how we're going to do it. And, and there, there could be this butting of heads with the stories he's writing and, and what the BBC is letting him actually do. And because of that, it's been rumored that he is going to be out next year. And now because of his ties with Jodie Whittaker, where they were together on Broadchurch and have done other projects together, Jodie would then exit with him just in, in a show of solidarity with her friend. Jody, don't please let them get somebody in who can handle the doctor because it is very clear to me whether the BBC are jumping down his throat because you know what? Moffat managed it. Russell T Davies has managed it. I would take it. Moffat back before Russell T Davies because when I, when I look at my no, favorite no, no, episodes, no, 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 no. they were, I understand that they were Moffat. No, let me just explain this though. When Russell T Davies was in charge and Moffat was writing, 
amazing. Okay. But when Moffat was show running, we got the dark timeline. Yeah. And I didn't like the dark timeline. Okay. Don't like that bit. So, and it's, and it's clear with Sherlock season four. That was just weird. That was just wrong. <laughs> it wasn't Sherlock anymore. No, that was the weird. The last episode was kind of okay, but the other two episodes were terrible. Yeah, I've gone back and I've rewatched Ter- every episode of Sherlock except for season four. I've watched multiple, multiple times, seen all of the Sherlock yeah, shows. Yeah, I love them. Except for season, season four. Three? Oh I've, my gosh. I've never gone back and rewatched season four yet. No, because it was that bad. I think but I still will, but yeah, it's... I love Moffat, but he's he's kind of like um, Harmon. Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon from Community. When he was reined in and he was under something, he was brilliant and he was funny. But, but you let him out. unleash and let him do his own thing. He was terrible. Just that last season was awful. It wasn't awful, but it just it wasn't the it, was it wasn't the standard you expected out of Community. It was awful, and then that's what you were looking at. Yeah. You were comparing it to no, it's good him Community versus un- unleashed, and he should not, not be unleashed. He needs to be tethered. Yeah. You need to shoot, uh, you know, one of the void bows at him and tether him. I agree. So that he actually has some. Now share me with your amazing news. Okay. We are about out of time and we can finish on this. No. uh, Well, I've got a couple of things really fast, but this one's really important. Do you want to save this one for last then? So you can do a couple things really fast and end on a high note. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, So iTunes in the UK only. I'm sorry, America but you're just not good enough to get this. iTunes in the UK every single day in December has a wonderful advent calendar where you can get movies for next to nothing. On December the 1st, you could get, now I don't agree with this movie, but it's a pretty decent movie from what I've been told by my dad and everybody else. I just don't like it myself. Alien Covenant for £1.99. Well, you just don't like the Alien franchise. No, you, I you, don't. You've got to preface it with that, that you have no. no love for the Alien franchise. Absolutely don't. Okay. But they usually have <laughs> one or two movies on there for under, like, usually £3. And we're not talking about old movies. We're talking about Wonder was on there the other day. But they're only available for one day only. So you need to check back you with iTunes every day. You need to check every, every single day. Now, I have been texting certain people with that information. I will try and get it on Facebook every day so you can see if it's a movie that you want. Go onto the iTunes store, go into the movies, and then across the top, it will have the special for the price. And usually, the rental price is actually more expensive than the buying price at that point. So, But it's brilliant. They do it every single year. You can get some great movies for next to nothing. It's absolutely worth looking at it so have a quick check at that so just okay. a little bit of information for you um right my really fantastic so excited news okay now we're geeks we need to stand in solidarity behind things that are genuinely awesome yes you agree with that i do and one of the things that is my absolute genuinely awesome thing is eugenius i love this musical so much it's so good so good and we need to stand behind these guys they have just been nominated for five awards at the what's on um award show and i'm so excited for them is that kind of like the tonys so in america you have the tonys for the broadway shows no and all of the, not the... quite um it's it's a little bit smaller than that but it's 
it's just amazing. It's just but, but so, it's, it's so still cool. taking into account all of the shows on the West End in London and, and picking yeah. who who are the best of their categories. And yeah, so Eugenia Scott has four four or five five nominations in that. Five nominations. It's produced by uh, Warwick Davis. Has really helped back that show the whole way. Warwick Davis of of Wicket and Willow and Star Wars fame. Um, and and again, you you can find the songs online. Yeah, it's you, you called can check it What's out. On Stage Awards. Um, they have been put in five categories. It's Best Supporting Actor in a Musical, which was Dan Buckley playing Ferris, and he deserves it. Totally deserves it. Um, he's an amazing guy. Um, I've been sending a message on Twitter because. We love Dan Buckley. He's, oh, he's just so an fun. awesome guy. Um, it's got Best Off West End Production. Totally deserves it again. Best New Musical, again, deserves it. Best Actor in a Musical was the most recent guy playing Eugene. Okay. Um, so not the I'm American, because just... the American played him last run. Yeah. There was an American yeah. guy that came out. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. Anyway, and then Laura is getting who plays Janie, Best sure. Actress in a Musical. She's been nominated. They totally deserve this. And we need this back on stage ASAP because they would be on stage right now on the West End if it wasn't for the fact that they had an investor drop out. If they get the, I, th- I think if they I get heard these... the investor passed away, and then so his money then was not yeah. given in, and so so in any case, if they get these awards, it's likely they'll be back. You know on stage again and I've got to say you know I've seen a lot of musicals I've seen a lot of plays I did theatre studies at school I did you know performance arts I went and saw a lot of theatre with a lot of amazing actors and actresses and I have never wanted to keep going back to a stage show more than when you know I've I've seen these guys and it's all built around 80s pop culture yeah so the, the whole that's what the whole musical is based on yeah. is around 80s pop culture, which, which is great. I mean, it, it's really fun. The soundtrack is on iTunes if you want to buy it. If you want to just listen to some of the songs, they are on YouTube. You can you can listen to them. There are links on the Facebook page, but you can actually go and vote. So I'm encouraging you. I will put the link on there. Go on. It's the What's On Stage Awards Please, 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 please vote for those five categories and vote for Eugenius. Look for the categories um, for that and just, you know, really support local geek wonderfulness. We've seen it three times. You know, I'm already having withdrawal symptoms. I'm listening to that soundtrack in my car a lot. My daughter's singing all the lyrics because she already knows it and she's desperate to go. And at the moment, they haven't got confirmed that they're going to be doing another production anytime soon. But they need to be back on stage ASAP. We love you, genius. I'm voting right now. Good for you. <laughs> I've already voted. I might well put in several different email addresses so I can keep re-voting for the same people. But please, 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 please oh, vote but, for them. But how can I vote against Aiden Turner? He's so hot. No, don't worry about voting against Aiden Turner. Well, he's actually not in the category of geniuses, no, so not. it's okay. He's not. So don't worry about that. And I, I just had one little bit I wanted to throw in as well. I didn't get to video game news and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate drops tomorrow. Uh, one of my favorite GameCube games and my favorite Wii games. You had Smash Brothers and Smash Brothers Brawl. Um, and actually, you, you can get a GameCube controller for this game, even with like the GameCube 
controller right. adapter at the end but if you get the gamecube controller you need to buy the usb gamecube adapter so that you can plug it into your switch so it is a 30 dollar controller but then you need a 20 dollar adapter <laughs> so it ends up still being a 50 dollar controller like every Yay. other controller on the market but it, but i love the feel of the gamecube controller so if i get this i just might do that um there is a 140 dollar version ultimate version of the game that comes with a cool challenge coin uh steel case and a pro nintendo switch wireless controller um, but if you do get this and, and uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate is something you want to get, I do recommend the Fight Pass for $24.99. I know it adds a, an expense up front, but it includes all of the DLC, which will cost you substantially more uh, in all the characters that are released. They're holding a number of characters back for DLC drops. Um, and if you have this, you'll be able to get them right away as those characters become available. So I recommend doing that. Uh, this will be fantastic because it's coming. It's coming. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, about it's that Laura one. Baldwin, by the way, if you are interested, that she's up for one of the awards. And actually, she's just got a new part as well in um, the uh, West End stage version of Waitresses with Catherine McPhee, which is very exciting because I like a bit of Catherine McPhee. Okay. If you don't know who she is. She was in Community too. There you go. But she's also in Smash. She was in um, the House Bunny. Uh, she was a runner-up on the X Factor in the States, I believe. So okay. she's got a gorgeous voice, absolutely stunning voice. Um, but yeah, Laura Baldwin, amazing lady. We've you know we've spent a little bit of time with these guys, and um, yeah, absolutely. Hey, Eugenius isn't in Best New Play, by the way. What? I just looked. Oh, Best New Musical. Yes, Best New Musical. It's not a play. I apologize. Okay. So Best Supporting Actor in a Musical, Best Oft. West End production, best new musical, best actor in a musical, and best actress in a musical. Okay. So please, please, please go and vote. Go and vote. It's just what, what's on stage.com. Do not forget. Do not forget also that we have our poll on Facebook. Oh, we do. Which Sean cheated about. I didn't um, cheat. And you need to vote in the final four. We are down to the X-Men and Scarlet Witch and Spider-Man and the Hulk. But just remember, if you vote Spider-Man, Ryan Reynolds will be very disappointed in you. Apparently he will. And, and this, this is, we've taken the, the top 16 Hulk. Stan vote Lee creations. We're whittling it vote down to number Hulk. one. Thor was so close to dethroning Spider-Man. Spider-Man is my choice Thor here. Thor should have dethroned Spider-Man if somebody hadn't of cheated. I just put the word out. I'm like, hey, if you haven't voted yet, you should vote and vote for spider-man yeah and but don't vote for spider-man because <laughs> thor is so much better all right you guys well we are out of time uh it has been great to be thor, back thor well, thor just because thor, he's hotter doesn't thor, make him better okay i don't see spider-man being able to take the power of a neutron star that, that is impressive but i also don't see thor helping out some poor lady that's getting thor mugged in the side street managed that's spider-man to put an axe through thanos he was the only one who could do it he's far more powerful far hotter and a far more better superhero and did his axe throw to accomplish anything no it's as if he wasn't even there because everything bad still happened so you know what good job thor way to make nothing happen <laughs> it's like it's like harrison ford and Indiana just remember and raiders of the lost that ark on your wall yeah 
I know. She, she's pointing to, I, I've got a Captain America, my Captain America shield. It is now mounted to my wall. It is raised up a little bit. And when I say, Alexa, turn on the shield light, it glows. A blue light pops from behind. Oh, there it goes. And I can even change the color by voice. And it's wonderful. I'm a nerd. I'm sorry. We're going to go now. Um, but you guys have been awesome. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in and joining us. Just don't forget to be awesome because you are. And don't forget to be unique. Don't follow the crowd just because they say it's good to be that. You know, I actually had a load of kids at school ask me this week because they know I'm not a big fan of penguins. I don't like penguins. But the reason I don't like penguins is I don't like people following the crowd because they feel they have to. Do you know what? You are individual. You are unique. You are amazing just as you are. And, you know, it's absolutely okay to love Thor more than Spider-Man because the whole world loves Spider-Man. But you know what? Thor's better. He's absolutely better. So that's okay. You can follow your own thing. You can like your own thing. And we all know Hulk is better than Spider-Man. So it's okay to hey, like Hulk. Hey, just because something's stronger than something doesn't make it better. Okay? So for the weak kids Hulk out there. Hulk and smash. Hey, I'm just saying there's some kids out there that don't have the muscle. So you shouldn't be saying that just because something is stronger, it's better. And I want the rest of you kids to know that you might not be the most physically gifted like I was. I was tiny until I was like 16 and I'm still not that big. But it's okay. You know what? Just give it your all. Don't forget to be awesome. Spider-Man's better than Thor. All right. Thor's better than Spider-Man. <laughs> Mean a face. Have a great night. Bye. The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome.